God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Please be seated. There is a certain irony in this gospel today chosen for the observance of Harriet Starr Cannon, who was the founder of the community of St. Mary. The irony is that you have Jesus talking about everyone being his father and mother and brother and sisters and family. And of course, we all know all those places in the synoptics as well, where all, uh, all of us are told to uh, leave father, son, mother, brother, attachments, connections, family for the sake of Jesus. The irony in it is that Harriet Starr Cannon did not exactly choose to make others her family, aside from her own, herself, because her parents were taken from her by illness, by yellow fever. She found herself with her younger sister orphaned. And so, not so much a choice not to have father, mother, sisters, brothers, but rather something that was thrust upon her by circumstance. And she found herself at three and her little sister as just a babe alone. Further irony when um, she was taken to live in the home of an aunt up north as a result of her being orphaned and was raised by another family, but eventually felt the call upon the death of her sister, as if the loss of the parents was not enough, found herself at the death of her sister entering into religious life. This taking of her family, if you will, led her to make a choice in which thousands, perhaps, of other people became her family in her ministry. She made of an obstacle a path. She made of something that was thrust upon her, something unwelcome in this case, into a pathway to a larger life of ministry and service. Her order, which eventually became known as the Community of St. Mary and was combined with the Sisters of Charity, is responsible for institutions of care, hospitals, the care of children, uh, from the north to the south. I don't know if any of you have ever visit, visited the Holy Mountain, aka not the Holy Hill, but Sewanee. <laughs> and if you have, you might have stayed in the retreat house of the community of St. Mary, which is there to this day, which remains their ministry there. They also remain connected with the Diocese of Albany, where they have a retreat house still, a spiritual life center in combination with that house. Caring for orphaned women, caring for children, some of the sisters of her order ended up in Memphis at the great yellow fever outbreak and died there, and we observe their day later on in the liturgical year. We know them as the martyrs of Memphis. Those were her sisters who died of yellow fever, caring for others in Memphis who were struggling with that same illness. Making of an obstacle a path. That little saying is actually Hindu in its origin, but it strikes me that Christians know very well about that too. 
to make of an obstacle a path. If we celebrate nothing else this Easter season, we celebrate the one, the crucified and risen one, who made of an obstacle a path, who consented to a ministry that took him to a terrible end, but broke open the tomb, moved beyond the death that had been dealt to him, and brought new life to all. Jesus makes of an obstacle a path. Jesus is the path through the obstacles and from them. My guess is, even if not quite so dramatic as Harriet Starr Cannon's story, all of you here have one obstacle or another with which you struggle. It might be a physical ailment. It might be uh, something between your ears, as they say. It might be a challenge in your environment or some other condition that feels to you as an obstacle. And I invite you on this day when we remember Harriet Starr Cannon, this day in the midst of the Easter season, that God is in the business of making of an obstacle a path. I invite you to submit before God the obstacle you face in the trust that like Harriet Starr Cannon, God can make of you, despite that obstacle, a minister of God's will. Amen.